around the cake store. Relations between Bill and Gabe had improved since Bill had married his wife Jenny, who used to work as a vet up at the Baxter's farm, and had always got along well with both Gabe and Laura, his wife. But the vicar still didn't completely trust Fittlescombe's most lusted-after farmer. I think we've got things under control. Ignoring him, Gabe grabbed the loud hailer, handing the vicar his sticky plastic pint of warm beer. Move back, please. Everyone move right back from the tables. Then he walked forwards, with his arms outstretched. The crowds, who'd ignored Bill, immediately retreated a good five feet. It was like watching a slightly pissed Moses part the waves in the Red Sea. Thank you. That was marvellous. Gabe looked up to see Eva Gunnison standing before him. I'm Eva. Gabe. With an effort, he pulled himself together enough to shake her hand. Gabe was besotted with his wife, Laura, but Eva was disarmingly gorgeous, and he had had three beers. She had a lovely, natural face up close, Gabe noticed the kind that looked more beautiful without much makeup. Wholesome. With her long, tousled hair pushed back from her face in tumbling golden waves, the future Mrs. Saxton Bray looked younger than she did in her magazine pictures. So, is your fella going to put in an appearance today? You do realise half the women in this village are besotted with him. I'm including my wife in that. He didn't mention that Laura had also said of Eva, she's so gorgeous that you want to hate her, but you can't, which almost makes you want to hate her more. Eva laughed. She had a lovely natural face up close, Gabe noticed, the kind that looked more beautiful without much makeup. Wholesome. In jeans and a faded blue tank top, with a simple gold chain around her neck, and her long, tousled hair pushed back from her face in tumbling golden waves, the future Mrs. Saxton Bray looked younger than she did in her magazine pictures. I can't blame people for fancying Henry, she said, good-naturedly. He's gorgeous. And yes, I hope he's coming today. She looked at her watch anxiously. Timekeeping's not his strongest suit. But he did promise me. Don't waste your time talking to this guy. Santiago de la Cruz, Sussex cricketing hero and a good friend of Gabe's, suddenly appeared, inserting himself between Gabe and Eva and kissing the latter on both cheeks as if they were old friends. Dark-skinned and blue-eyed, with just a hint of grey creeping in at the temples of his oil-black hair, Santiago had once been something of a player himself, in a past life, before he met and married his angelic wife Penny. He barely even lives here anymore, you know. Spends half his time in London. That is not true, Gabe protested, although it was. Laura's TV production company had really taken off in the last two years, and they didn't spend as much time in the valley as they used to. I was bloody born here. 
unlike some Johnny-come-latelys I could mention. Penny was born here, Santiago countered. Penny de la Cruz? Are you her husband? Eva smiled, delighted to have made the connection. Santiago nodded. You've met? Just briefly, she mentioned she's an artist and that she's got some sketches of the castle she did ages ago. She's very kindly offered to frame one for us as a moving-in present. That sounds like Penny. Santiago positively glowed with pride. The de la Cruz marriage was a very happy one. People are so nice here, thought Eva, watching Gabe and Santiago cackle away at each other's jokes like two naughty schoolboys. Angela Cranley had been lovely to her earlier too, telling her funny anecdotes.